Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Dudes Who Like Movies. Uh, sorry, so we were trying to shoot for Wednesday, uh, but stuff came up. We both forgot. So here it is on Thursday. I am Dan Sandler, and with me always is... Uh, some, I, I don't know. He's a funny man from New England. <laughs> so like Alec uh, Gilmore or something like that. I don't know. Okay, actually, I don't know. Alec Boyd, no. Yeah. No. And well, because, well, we're using these puns for a reason. Yeah, because uh, today we're talking about Adam Sandler, and we're doing a profile on Adam Sandler. So, yeah, um, we'll get straight to the point. You know, uh, we're going to start doing a format where, you know, uh, we'll do like a, like a topic, then we'll do a profile, and then we'll do some other stuff. But, you know. We will start doing drunk reviews again once we're, you know, I'm going to hopefully get vaccinated here soon. So we don't know. But anywho, uh, Adam Richard Sandler, born on September 9th, 1966, is an American actor, comedian, and filmmaker. So also the funniest man from the 1990s. Say what? The funniest man in the 1990s. He's up there. I'd say, you know, but, um, yeah, it looks like he was born in New York City, which yeah, I was wondering the other day where he was born because I I thought he was a Knicks fan and a is he a Jets I, or a Giants fan? Do you know? Probably pretty sure he's a Giant. Pretty sure he's a Giants. And also, I thought for the longest time, uh, he was born in New Hampshire, just based on uh, that movie he did. Um, oh, what the hell was it? Um, I think it was. Billy Matt was Billy Madison the one where his grandfather froze to death on uh on Mount Everest. Uh, that was that was Mr. Deeds. Mr. Deeds, that's the movie. Um, oh, yeah. And uh, and uh, Rocky's trying to call. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I got that notification too. I just shut it down. But I gotcha. Um, yeah, by accident. Yeah. Anyway, I thought he was from New Hampshire for the longest time. And someone mentioned he was like the funniest man from the state. And I'm like, oh, I didn't realize Adam Sandler was born here, but whatever. I yep. had to believe that until I was about 14. And I was like, oh, so he, he's not from here. Okay. Yeah, uh, let me see here. It looks like he got his education from the Manchester Central High School and the Tisch School of Arts. I'm assuming that's a Jewish school. I'm not trying to say that to be a stereotypical, but Tisch sounds Jewish. So, um, if they got a, you got a, a tish of schmutz on you. Um, yeah, and so he wasn't really, I guess his big break that everyone, you know, started knowing him from was uh, SNL. You know, we won't, we're here to talk about his movies, but, you know, we can't ignore SNL. Um, some of his favorite, or his uh, iconic characters, I should say, Opera Man. Um, who else am I thinking of? I remember, do you remember the Zagats one with Chris Farley? Yeah, I do because he 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 played part of it in his tribute uh, thing he did that music video whatever he did. Uh, yeah, Lunch Lady Land. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He played part of the those skits in this tribute. Yeah, I think him, Chris Farley, David Spade, Chris Rock, and like Rob Schneider were like the five. Like they were the big five, like the the funniest and most like desirable people in in well, the. In the in the and industry too, I think that was around the time that Mike Myers and Dana Carvey and um, I think 
Norm McDonald was on there, and um, Norm McDonald, he was on there in the nineties. But yeah. I think he, because he was on there for a long fucking time. Took me a second to remember he was actually a cast member because he did Weekend Update. Yeah, but let's yeah, get he back did, he make those weird jokes. Like he, 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 he did a funny one. Frank Sinatra died. It, let's get back on track to Adam Sandler. But uh, yeah, um, can you think of a really like besides Opera Man? I'm sure there are, but I'm just blanking right now. What other like iconic characters does he have from? Because I think his shtick was too. He would always just like sing a song or sing a funny song, like the Hanukkah song or. The, uh, he it was his um like his um eight crazy nights thing you yeah. know what I'm talking about like he he would do something like that and then I think he made that into like a into the movie the animated one. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to see if there's any on here that I can see. I just see that he was famous for doing a bunch of songs and whatnot. So, which I mean, um, I get that. Anyway, um, anywho. So his first big movie that I'm seeing on here was uh, Coneheads. Um, he was in, was he in Coneheads. I thought that was Dan Aykroyd. Never seen Coneheads, nor do I care. Because I think Dan Aykroyd. Look, I Ghostbusters was great. I just think Dan Aykroyd's overrated. That's just my opinion. But yeah. he's got after Blues Brothers, he went off his rocker. Anyway, um, and then he was in Airheads. Did you ever see Airheads? No, but I. I have heard of it. I do know what Airheads is. I just have not watched it. I've seen clips of it. Like, there's a funny part where Beavis and Butthead call into the... Like, apparently it's this band. They're trying to uh, make a name for themselves. So, like, they hijack a radio station or something to play their music. And, uh, like, with guns and everything. And and apparently Beavis and Butthead call in. And that was actually Beavis and Butthead, which is funny. Which, by the way, I'm going to say this just real quick. Beavis and Butthead are making another movie. It's going to be on Paramount Mm -hmm. Plus. Fucking... I heard about that. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not a fan of we're getting another stupid streaming service. But anyway. Um, oh, I think they're, well, it's because everyone's trying to, to bank in on the streaming uh, service crap. But. Yeah. But anyway. Um, but his first big movie that I think, you know, I think he might have. Did he write it? Let me let me see here. Yeah, he helped write it. Uh, Billy Madison. Where he played a son of a rich guy who. Uh, he basically is just a slacker. He doesn't do anything. And then his dad's going to sell the company to some other random guy. And um, he sells him to a guy that he does not like. And the guy basically promises that once he gets control of the company, uh, Billy is finished. Like he's going to take all the money. He's going to lose everything. And his dad's like, if you can go uh, finish elementary school. No, he needs to get uh grade school so grades oh, kindergarten grade school. I, I don't know if he does kindergarten but at least for one through he, 12 he does he does do uh i don't think he does that i think he just goes straight to elementary school anyway but yeah um it's one of those movies it like i don't love it as much as other people do it's got its moments i think chris farley as the bus driver is really funny and the whole um hey. it's like that is correct and chris farley takes his shirt off and but um uh, there's some, there's some funny bits in there. It kind of it, it established Adam Sandler's like humor for movies, which is like you know the whole whoop de doo I'm Adam Sandler thing. And, and, and I mean, a, a lot of it too is like just some situational stuff, like when he calls Steve Buscemi, and he's like, "Hey man, I'm, I'm sorry, about you." Way. And he crosses him off his shooting list skill list. It's like, okay, yeah, okay. Adam Sandler's too. He had a bunch of like big actors who were in his movies, like Steve Buscemi, and um, he had Norm Macdonald. He had um 
Oh God, he had Chris well, Farley. What? Let, well, let's let's keep going. But um, Billy Madison, I'd give it a mm, six out of ten, maybe a five and a half. I give it a seven and a half. I, I grew up on it. I love Billy Madison. See, like for everyone, it's between Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore, which Happy Gilmore came out the next year, and I prefer Happy Gilmore. That's not my favorite Adam Sandler, Happy Gilmore, but I can see why people like it. I mean, he did the uh, – uh, a few weeks ago, he did the 25th anniversary, like, recreation of the scene as mm-hmm. an old man. But, no, mine, it's always going to be Waterboy. I love Waterboy. Okay, let's, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. But um, love that movie. With, with Billy or Happy Gilmore – you know, he plays a guy who's like wants to be a hockey player, and then his grandma's gonna get evicted because she owes tax money, and so he takes up golf to try to get money, and he's just in it just to get the money, and then eventually this guy gives him crap. Shooter McGavin, which that's a pretty interesting name, don't you think? I think that's one of the better movie villain names, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's he play he's he's playing golf, so when you hear Shooter McGavin, you're like, oh, okay. Well, it had like again his some of his humor. Um, I'm trying to think because I recently just watched it. I just love like that part. Where he's like, happy learn to putt. Uh-oh. <laughs> and just, you're going to die, clown. Just, yeah. Your ball. The hole is your home. Why don't you want to go in your home? Are you too good for your home? That's your home. Yeah, I think that I prefer that to Billy Madison. But um, <clears throat> I, I give a happy Gilmore a good old 8 out of 10 or maybe even a 9. I, I think it's really funny. And, I mean, it had Ben Stiller in it before Ben Stiller was big with the whole, you know, you will go to sleep. I will make you go to sleep, that guy. Uh, and then um, – uh, I, I can agree to, to about an eight. Yeah. Um, and it's got a good I – mean, that's his thing. He always has a good heart in his movies, I guess. Maybe not Billy Madison so much, but definitely in Happy Gilmore. There's more of a heart yeah, to he, it. He, always, he managed just somehow to squeak out a, a decent arc and, and maybe a little bit more heart than normal out of a – you know, in the movie. you know what really just boggles me is that the mom from Modern Family is the love interest in that movie, and it came out like 15 years before Modern Family aired or something, and so it's just hard. The hairdo was all 90s, and it's just hard to see that actress. But yeah. anyway, um, anything after Billy Madison, but before. So let me let me go to his filmography here. Hold on. Okay. Um, yeah. So then after. Happy Homer was the uh, wedding singer, which oh, again yeah. with with he, a lot of I think what goes on with Adam Sandler his movies is he got heart. You know what I mean? And I know what you mean. Yeah, but <laughs> wedding singer. My friend Corey just did a, a rendition of that where he's like she drew like a flip book where he was saying some somebody kill me please when he was singing uh-huh. that. Yeah, again, this kind of just like yelling humor the whole. This could have been brought to my attention yesterday. That whole thing, and yeah. Um, but again, that's more of his. I don't know if he wrote it. Let me look here. Uh, do, do, do. I don't. I think. I think he, yeah, like he a... didn't write it. He didn't write it. But there is there is heart to that movie. You know, he plays a guy who's a hopeless romantic. He wants to get married. He's a wedding singer. You know, and then his girlfriend dumps him, and uh, Drew Barrymore is engaged, so he decides to help her, and then they fall in love. Uh, the chemistry between him and Drew Barrymore is good. Um, aside from it being, like I said, it's more of a romantic comedy than a straight-up comedy, and I'm trying to think of, yeah, there's things in it I like, but overall, I think it's not one of my favorites. I know people love it, but I'd give it like a 6 out of 10, 7. I'd go there, too. I, it's If I'm thinking of, I want to watch an Adam Sandler, 
wedding singer wedding isn't not on the top of the list. list. Give me one sec. My cat wants out. You. Uh-huh. Anyway, um, well, yeah, and then <clears throat> after Wedding Singer the same year, we got a uh, good old Bobby Boucher in The Water Boy, which mm-hmm. that's my favorite Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> that is my favorite. Too. Oh my god, it's it's just so funny. It's just got a lot of irreverent humor. It makes like southern jokes it makes like just football jokes it makes because I, I like again in the heart it's the whole you know he never got to grow up you know and be normal because his mom was so overprotective and and um yeah, she sheltered he him as he you know good as what does he play he plays um is he a right tackle left tackle or is he on the defense i can't remember he he is i uh he's a left tackle of the movie because uh, it was after um he was making water and that guy spit into the uh, the thing after he had just heated it up, and he tackled him. And the coach was like, "You're my new left tackle." Okay, because I was thinking he played defense in that movie. But anyway, he, he um, did both, I think, but still. Again, so you know, he plays a guy who's kind of a man child, and um, Henry Winkler, the Fonz, he's a he's a football coach. Uh, the Bulldogs, I think they're Mud Dogs, right, in Louisiana, and. Um, you know, they're having hard times and he's a water boy and he's been bullied all his life. And eventually it one day it just boils over and he knocks the heck out of some dude and knocks him on his butt. And then, uh, what's the, um, <clears throat> so they decide to use him as a left tackle or whatever. And, uh, he learns to actually like, you know, socialize and have a life of his own outside of his mama, which I thought it was funny that Kathy Bates went from Titanic to water boy, but still, I think it was funny that, um, Rob Schneider, does like the minor role, but he always somehow manages to be like the most memorable part of that movie. Like, I think everybody, if they hear Waterboy, one scene that'll pop into your head is, You can do it! Well, you can do it all night long! It's got a lot of uh, memorable dialogue, too. Like, you know, the medulla oblongata. No, Colonel Sanders, you're wrong. And my favorite part of the movie is, My mama, my mama said, I love the part where he like throws something out of a window and he hits Colonel Sanders in the head or something. And he just goes, yeah. Um, oh, I, I love the end of the movie. <laughs> Spoilers when his dad shows up and he's just like, go take the money dummy. And his mom just tackles him. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, no, it's again, it's got good heart, but it's also, it's, it's very quotable. Like Captain Insano shows no mercy. And I love the part where he's like, I will be your water boy for free. Just promise me that you will never distribute the contents of that canister to a living human being, whatever he says. <laughs> I think what what's funny too is the accent. I think he does a good like southern accent. And it's like it, it's like a mix like southern, but like it, it's like a weird mix. It's like southern, but it's also like <laughs> childish. You remember uh, Farmer Fran? It's Giotto. Oh. Yeah, and he's like, I agree. And then he's like, Ah, boys, cardio. <laughs> <laughs> and he's jogging in. He had overalls the entire time. Yeah. Overalls, and a straw hat. And he's like, Isn't there a part of the movie he's like rubbing his nipples in the crowd or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he man. takes his overalls off, his rubbing his nipples. Um. So yeah, uh, Waterboy. I, it's my favorite Adam Sandler movie. I'm giving it a ten out of ten. So. Me too. It is just so funny. And it's not like stupid. I mean, it is kind of stupid humor, but it's also it, got a heart, which I appreciate. It's like it's stupid, but it's it's like 
oh, this is wholesome. I can watch this again and again. And then in 1999, he did uh, Big Daddy, which, again, that's kind of, especially with earlier Sandler movies, I don't know about recent because I haven't watched a whole lot, but they had a lot of heart to them, you know, aside from the dumb jokes. It's a, you know, it's a good movie. I love that joke where it's like how Cole Sprouse is all trying to be aesthetic and, and like so cool on Instagram. And like everyone got, he got famous from saying, I wipe my own ass and stuff like that. But it, um, you know, he plays an older, he plays like a 30 something year old, 20 something year old guy who uh, gets dumped by his girlfriend because he doesn't want to commit. And then his roommate finds out he has a kid. So then he takes them while the roommate moves. And so he tries to take the kid for himself and prove that he has responsibility. You know, he can be responsible and, uh, long story short, he start, you know, him and the kid have a bond, and then the kid has to leave, and blah, 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 but um, It was funny when you started pissing on the side of a building, and the kid would just start doing it. Somebody get this kid a Happy Meal! Yeah, again, it's more, this is one of his less funnier movies, but there's more of a heart to it, because like at the yeah. beginning of the movie, when the kid shows up first, he's just like putting a newspaper on everything, yeah, and then eventually he really helps the kid. It's like, like, Gary in there. Hmm? Yeah. When he peed the bed, he's like, it's like Lake Curie in there. <laughs> but, um, no, like I said, it's got heart and it's got some, I love the, um, when Rob Schneider hip hop anonymous, damn you, you give him the easy ones. And then, Oh God, Robbie Schneider. And, uh, John Stewart was in that movie too. Was he really? Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was the, the biological dad. Oh yeah. Fun, Shoot. Fun, I... fun little personal connection. I've been to that Hooters that's in the movie. So that's pretty cool. Been to that Hooters in New York City. I have not been to a Hooters. Yep. Um, okay, so then we got in 2000. This is a, oh, wait, wait, sorry. Uh, Big Daddy, I give it like a s- eight out of 10. Solid eight. I give it an eight and a half, I think, for me. Okay. Um, anyway, then in 2000, people hate this movie. I don't hate it, but I don't love it. I used to, I've watched it more than a few times. Little Nicky. It's just a stupid concept that should never have been made into a movie, and he tries. It's just so bad. Yeah, it's I don't know. He plays the the son of the devil who has to go get his other brother on Earth, or else the devil's gonna die. It's like what? And it, it, it's just, it's just like, dude, what are you, Nicolas Cage, taking any role that's just given to you? Like, come on. Well, let me take a look here. Did he? Uh, he did write it, which is weird, but. I don't know. Um, it's one of those movies that I just I don't hate it, but I will not watch it if it's on, nor will I seek out to watch it. You know what I mean? I I know exactly what you mean. I watched it one time and I hated it. I just I, I don't hate it. I just I know. I do. It yeah. it was just it was just bad. It made no sense. It was dumb. I did not like it. Um then we get to two thousand two. He had some pretty good uh he had a he had three movies that year. Um, I have not seen Punch Drunk Love, have you? I don't believe I have, no. Okay, well, I've heard it's good. Um, he plays a guy, I think, who's been dumped or divorced or something like that, and he falls in love with someone else, and apparently he's really, really good in it. I just have never, I don't know, like, I mean, I'll I'll watch it, but I don't think I've had the capability of watching it. I don't know where to watch it on, you know what I mean? I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, oh, Little Nicky, three out of ten, maybe a two. Give it a one okay um but yeah punch drunk love not seen it but i've heard really good things about it here's the thing about sandler too and this is the movie that i think you know from what i've heard that really established this 
he can be a really good actor if you give him the right material and you give him the right direction, you know? Mm. So, because he didn't write that movie, he just, he was in it. So, anyway. Um, then you got Mr. Deeds, which, again, that's one of his more lighthearted, it's got a heart to it kind of movies where he just plays a guy from, I think it's New Hampshire. Let me look. Yeah, New Hampshire. Yeah, okay, New Hampshire, um, who finds out he's the only living you know, far distant, whatever, but still relative of this guy who was like a billionaire. And so he inherits all his money and he's kind of just like, well, okay, well, what do I do now? You know, and shenanigans ensue. I'll put it like that. And, uh, Winona Ryder's in it. She's good. Um, I don't, it's one of those things where like, I feel like anyone could have been cast in that role, but you know, I don't <laughs> dislike Winona Ryder. I just think, you know, anyone could do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's some cool stuff in that movie, like with the money, it's like, you know, he, um, I'm trying to think what happened. He like, uh, didn't he buy out? He he bought out like the Knicks or Madison Square Garden to propose to her or something like that. I believe he did. Yes. Yeah, and oh, uh, it has some funny moments too. Like I think the um, Rob Schneider plays the same guy he did in Big Daddy. He's the little <laughs> delivery guy, and um, like I said, he's just he plays the small roles, but they're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just don't let Rob Schneider star in his own movie. Rob Schneider is a stapler. Rob Schneider is a carrot. Rob Schneider is earbuds coming soon to theaters. I don't know, but um, God. Uh, let me see here. Uh, Mr. Deeds again. It's kind of a little bit more like run of the mill. I think it's less memorable than his earlier movies. Like, given the choice between like, like given the choice between Mr. Deeds and uh, Big Daddy versus like. Happy Gilmore and Waterboy. I'll choose Happy Gilmore and the Waterboy, but I have to choose Waterboy every time. Well, I'm saying between if you cho- maybe choose between the the four, I'd probably choose those two other the other two. But Mr. Deeds, it's, it's good. I'd give it a solid seven out of ten. I agree. It's not offensively, you know, it's not offensive or anything. It's just you know, I'd give I'd give it a seven too. I mean, it it wasn't terrible. Like I said, I liked the movie as a kid. That's why I thought it was from New Hampshire. So I give it about a seven, seven and a half. Uh, then we'll go to Eight Crazy Nights, which I watched it a lot when I was a kid. And God, my brother loves that movie. I don't I, know why. My has, brother is, just loves it every holiday season. He watches it or he'll have me watch it with him. So looking back on it, I enjoyed it when I was young. I thought the music was okay because it's technically a musical. Um, but there's a lot of issues on it. Uh, like I've seen Nostalgia Critics review of it and yeah it's kind of just very offensive I guess in a way it's like it's a story that's just like okay so like he's playing a basketball game his parents are are get killed in a car accident on the way there on on, uh, Hanukkah right and um, he just grows up all bitter he gets in trouble with the law and then he meets that old, that crazy, that weird old man and his weird sister, and yeah, he's that's like, really his voice. No, I hate this, hate you. And then he he meets his old friend from when he was a kid. He's like, I'm in love with this woman now. Blah blah blah. And it, it's just like, wait so, a minute, uh, wait a minute, hold on. No. You're a dickhead your whole life, and now you you meet up with this guy. You find the girl of your dreams. Who was your friend when you were a kid, and now you're like, I'm just I think it tried opinion. to have a heart, I guess, but it was just so mean spirited, you know, that oh it, it didn't God. work. Remember they were talking about the old man 
Mm-hmm. Like when they were doing like the the thing where they're giving away the the blue ribbons, the one that he tries to win every year, and they're like, "Hey, by the way, sorry, I, when I was really hot, I asked you to go to the prom with me, and then I dumped you for the hot guy and forced you to dance with your mom at home because you were so upset." Oh, hey, by the way, sorry, I made you clean out the uh the outhouses, then kicked them over on you, like yeah. What in the hell, people? Why did you hate this band so much? I think the positives of that movie are, I think the animation's pretty good. I think some of the songs are okay. One thing we need to mention about Adam Sandler is that, and I don't think we brought this up yet because it hasn't been very blatant. This is the first one that's where it's like, it's blatant is the product placement. It's like you go to the mall and he literally talks about Panda Express, the Foot Locker. uh, I think Starbucks is one of them. And then I'm pretty sure there was, there was a, a reference to Coca-Cola. Yeah. Um, ice rink, if I remember right. Yeah, it's... I, I don't understand. I mean, I guess product placement has a, has a place, but it's like, really? Yeah, it's not... It's like you, you, you make your own universe, and you're telling me that in this universe you can't just have, like, like a Sherman's Foot Locker or, or a Sherman's Shoe Store. It's like, oh, yeah, we're at the Foot Locker, or, yeah, we're going to go to a McDonald's, not just some random burger Wait, joint. Yeah, because, like, the thing is with, like, Happy Gilmore with Subway, it served a purpose, like, oh, hey, I'm going to do a Subway commercial because it's going to help me raise money to save my grandma's house. And in uh, Big Daddy, the whole McDonald's thing, he's like, you know, okay, this kid's hungry, so what's nearby? Okay, McDonald's, and, you know, that whole thing. And but, it's, it's, it's real life. It's like, I'm not, he's not in an animated city that he made up on his own. He is, he is literally in New York or he's literally in, you know, uh, New Hampshire or wherever he is. He's, he's in real places. Whereas in the movie, it's like, in, in eight crazy nights, it's just like, like the climax of the movie is all the, the products just coming out and, and talking to him and whatever. But yeah, anyway, which was stupid. <laughs> Um, Eight Crazy Nights, I'm going to give a 4 out of 10, just because it has some redeeming qualities, not a lot. But I'll give it a 5, just because, like I said, I had, my brother watches it, it's his favorite movie. Uh, I think his favorite Adam Sandler movie, I don't want to say it's his favorite movie, but well, he, he likes Eight wrong. Crazy Nights. Couldn't tell you why, but that's why I'll give it a 5. Alright, uh, then in 2003, he was in Anger Management with Jack Nicholson. I don't really want to talk too much about this, because I really... It's pretty forgettable, to be honest. I mean, it's got some moments, but... There are some lines, though, where, like... Because when, like, like when they go to confront uh, his old bully... Oh, yeah, John C. Riley. Yeah. John C. Riley. They go to convert, confront him, and Jack Nicholson's like, he was talking so much smack about your God. How can a guy who is 300 pounds tell somebody else about self-control? And then John C. Riley just loses his mind and just beats the ever-living shit out of Adam Sandler. That's I funny think, to me. Um, besides that, and I think the end of the movie where he proposes at Yankee Stadium and whatever, maybe the opening scene on the plane, I can't really remember a whole lot. Oh, the whole Goose Robber thing is kind of funny with John Chaturro. But yeah. Other than that, I mean, it's really a pretty forgettable movie. I'd give it a 5 out of 10. I, I'm giving it a six. I there. I think Jack Nicholson in that movie, he's oh, trying. No, no dissing, no dissing Jack Nicholson, but I just think overall the story is pretty he's weak. Trying to like make this like to where he's trying to be serious the entire time, and Adam Sandler is doing Adam Sandler. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's kind of funny watching the the two kind of conflict because Jack Nicholson literally is just playing himself at every single movie he's in. Mm-hmm. Like even yeah. in like The Departed, which came out a few years after that. 
he was literally just playing the same character, soft-spoken, not really saying much, but funny as hell. Listen here, Adam Sandler, we're going to go to anger management, and you're going to enjoy it. Anyway. Yeah. Tell, um, tell me, what's your, what's your name? Well, who are you? I'm, I'm Adam. No, I didn't ask your name. Who are you? I don't know what that means. Uh, yeah, uh, in 2004, we got two of them. I'll just start out. I've not seen Spanglish again. I've heard it's really good. It's Never more heard dramatic. Of it. uh, James L. Brooks, the guy who helped, I guess, create The Simpsons. I mean, he helped create it. it was obviously he's not Matt Groening, but I think he helped get it in, get it created. Anyway, um, apparently it's good. Not seen it. Um, Fifty First Dates might be my second favorite Adam Sandler movie, if not my third or fourth. Just because I like him and Drew Barrymore together, I think it's better than The Wedding Singer. I think the love is more genuine because, you know, he's a guy in Hawaii um, who works at he's a he's a marine biologist or something, right? At a, at the zoo, and he find he meets Drew Barrymore, and he falls, you know, he he falls. He basically falls in love with Sandler, yeah. Yeah, and then the problem is she had brain trauma, so that she only remembers like. Or she has the thing where every time she falls asleep, she forgets what day it is or something like that. And she reverts back to the day of her accident where she had the thing. Um, and I say the love is genuine because, like, you know, it's like, well, you're gonna, you're actually going to love a person who, you know, is going to forget you every day. Which I thought, you know, that was interesting and kind of sweet. You know what I mean? And, yeah, I know what you mean. It's like, it's, it's, uh, he get to try every, every time she goes to sleep, he can try something new and it'll always work, which I thought was wholesome. Mm-hmm. And I like the idea that he makes a videotape to catch her up every day. And um, I like, um, I mean, they're not like offensive about the whole mental disability thing, you know, because he goes to a clinic and, um, you know, 10 second Tom. Yeah, it's kind of a joke, but, you know, they don't like point and laugh at him. You know what I mean? They just, they, mm-hmm. they just kind of just accept it, you know? And I like that, that it's not an offensive movie. It's got like, again, it's got a heart. and. Um, Oh, let me think here. What else? It, uh, I mean, it's got some funny moments. Like I think Rob Schneider, you know, when he's doing the video and he's got the Coke, he's like peanut butter cups make me so horny or something like that. And, um, I don't know. It, it's, it's less funny, but more heart. There's more heart to it. And so I, I like it more, you know, I can make that. Yeah. So I'm going to give that one like a nine out of 10. I can, I go, you know what? Yeah, I'll go nine. Eight and a half, nine for me. I can agree. Um, then in 2005, we get this one. I'm. It's like between this and 51st Dates for my second favorite Adam Sandler movie is uh, Longest Yard. Oh, God. I that think Longest Yard is pretty, God. pretty great. It is. It, it, it. <laughs> Like, even if you don't like football, you can still, because like, I didn't get to football until recently, a couple of years ago, really. But, um, yeah, I know you can take my man card. But anyway. Um, eh, who cares? I, I watched that movie, and I still find it enjoyable. You know, and you got, like, then pre- isn't, I'm, I'm going to look up the name of the of the actual guy, but they had, like, actual football players in that movie. I'm trying to think. What was his name? Um, oh, come on. I'm trying to see here. I will say though, I found Michael my favorite. Irvin. Michael Irvin. He was a um, he was a wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys. He won three Super Bowls, and he's in that movie. 
I did not know he was in there. I know who Michael Irving is because thank God for uh, TikTok. Yeah, and so Terry Crews. Was life. Terry Crews, he played with the Rams and the Chargers and the Redskins and the Eagles, actually. He started – he played for – he played football. He was a defensive uh, linebacker. I had no idea, to be honest with you. Yeah, he was picked in uh, 1991, and I believe – when did he retire? It doesn't tell me when he was done playing football. But, yeah, they had actual – you know, they had actual athletes in that movie. Yeah, I mean, they also had, like – they had uh, WWE wrestlers, too. Oh, yeah, like wasn't the, it um, – A really tall dude. Uh, Steve Austin's in that movie. Yes, he is. He's one of the guards. Um, Kevin Nash, is that an actor or – no, Kevin Nash was a wrestler. Yes, and so was Kali, like I said. Yeah, yeah, Kali. But um, it doesn't have a heart, but it's still funny, you know, and you root for the guard. I mean, you're, if you think about it, you're rooting for, like, these convicts. Like, you don't know why they're in there. You just know they're in there. Because aside from um, Adam Sandler, who – They give you some of the backstory on some of them. Mm-hmm. Like, Adam Sandler, I think it was, what, what uh, Assault DUI, I think. Well, Adam Sandler, you see at the beginning of the movie, he, you know, I think he messed with a cop car and has drunk driving, disorderly conduct, and um, I think endangerment, maybe? I don't know, but... And, like, a lot of them, too, like, you you only get, like, maybe, oh, they did something violent, like Kali, where, like, they've tried to put him on the electric chair three times, and three times it's it's, uh, malfunctioned Mm -hmm. because just because he's on it. And it's like, well, okay, so he's probably pretty violent. Yeah, uh, well, but when you look at well, they the make movie. the guards. You know, for the purpose of the story, the guards are the bad guys. They make them unlikable. Like they call Nelly, you know, racial names, and they call um, they you know they beat up Adam Sandler, put him in the hot yeah. box, and um, yeah, they're dicks in the entire movie. Yeah, but so like I, I think it's funny. Like in the when they start playing the football game, they're like, "I'm just gonna beat up on the guards," you know, instead of actually playing the game. And I will say though, the saddest part in that movie was when the guards had got had a uh, spoiler alert got them to kill got that one guy to kill Chris Rock. Oh yeah, yeah. He was that he was, was trying to kill Adam Sandler, but they got they got Chris Rock. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, no, it's it's actually. I, mean, I don't know. I guess it like. It's still pretty funny, like, in terms of, like, I love when uh, they give estrogen to the one guard. I think that was Kevin Nash. They give him estrogen tablet. Um, and I like the part where um, – who's the, who's the big guy who um, – oh, God, what is his oh, – hold on a second. I'm going to find this out oh. real quick. Oh, yeah, this guy, he's a, he was a wrestler, and he was um, a kickboxer. Uh, I don't know what his name of the character was, but you know the big guy who was kind of dumb, who like broke his nose and stuff. And um, uh, yeah, yeah, and he's like, "You broke my nose," and he's like, "Let me fix it." And he pulls his nose and like puts yeah. it back in place. Apparently, he was a football player too. He played for the. Um, let me see here. Did they really? Uh, what did, what friggin' team did he play for? Oh, he played for the Bears and the Vikings, and he was a guard. So, but um, no, like I like the part where he's like. Yeah, I think he shit his pants. I made him shoot his pants or something like that. And Burt Reynolds, too, in that movie. Let's not forget the late, great Burt Reynolds. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which, didn't he play the original Adam Sandler role in the first movie? Because Longest Yard's a remake. I believe he did, actually. I yeah. remember correctly, because I'm pretty sure Longest Yard was a Burt Reynolds movie. But, no, I think with... with um. 
that it's it's still it's just like it it succeeds in making a route for the the criminals who you know again they're criminals they're in jail for a reason you don't know why they're there they don't say it but you know you can imagine uh, but you know it's still it does its job and it's entertaining you know yeah i'll give it a nine out of ten i will definitely give it a solid nine as well mm-hmm. uh so then we're going to skip to click uh, i'm gonna say i liked it when i was a kid it's a little bit more dramatic because it teaches you about, you know, spending time with your family and all that. But I think the concept is kind of dumb. And I'm like, why don't you just use the rewind button? But I think, I think, well, I think he tried that, but then it broke. Remember? I don't remember him using the rewind button, but. But, but what my thing is, though, with that movie is like, I liked as a kid, too. There are some funny lines. Like my favorite one was when he was old and fat um, when he woke up in the hospital. And his daughter was like, I'm dating so-and-so. He's like, he's, he's like, oh, yeah, you think he's hot? Wait, he'll be even hotter and burn his house down. You mm. know, he's doing that kind of thing. But It's me, one of those where he tries to have more of a message, but I, it I don't. Flat because it's like Steve Buscemi, who, gave, who basically sold him the button in the back of the store. Christopher Walken. Oh, that's right, Christopher Walken. I can't, yeah, fuck. Which again, product placement, Bad Bath and Beyond. It had, it couldn't have just been in some random place. It was Bad Bath and Beyond, but yeah, it just in the back of a Bath and Beyond. And then it's like, oh yeah, Christopher Walken's like when he's when his dad dies, when he realizes, oh my god, I didn't spend any time with my dad. I was too busy being an architect. And like Christopher Walken's like, it was his time, and he's he's like, oh, I'm the angel of death. And it's like, wait a minute. It tries to be, it tries to have a message, but it just, the way it does it, it doesn't really work that well. Yeah, because it's like what it's showing you is like Adam Sandler's dad in that movie lived for like a hundred and like 30 years or something like that. And it's like, you're telling me that all this time he was just like, a dad, I don't have time for you, blah, 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 blah. Because it said he lived from like 1950 something to like, tw- to like 2050. And it's like, dude, seriously? Yeah. Um, oh my god! I give Damn. like a five out of ten because it's got some moments, but I, I I would give it. A, I'm giving it a six just because of um the uh time where he gets really fat and he starts playing with his flab. I thought that was funny. I got titties. I got titties. And then <laughs> I thought that um, was funny. I'm giving it, so I'm giving it a six. I but... want to briefly talk about this movie, Rain Over Me. I've seen it a couple times. He plays a guy whose family was killed in 9-11 or something like that and Don Cheadle plays his college roommate or something that reconnects with him it's more mm-hmm. dramatic but again it kind of it fits in the hole if you give Adam Sandler a dramatic role and you give him good direction he'll actually pull out a good performance um it's a drama it's more of a drama um he may be a little too what's the word depressing in that movie but I mean you know the subject matter but anyway mm-hmm. um I give that one a nice seven or eight out of ten probably seven and a half I have not seen that one. I'll have to take your word for it. And then uh, this one I'm not a huge fan of. Uh, now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. It's basically just an hour and a half of gay jokes, honestly. I think Kevin James, like, pretending to be gay for, what was it, health insurance? Uh, it was something, yeah, some kind of insurance purposes. And, and it was like, well, it, was, it tried the club scene. When they go into that nightclub, the for the, like the Halloween costume party or whatever, oh my god, they tried so fucking hard to make it to be like, yeah, this is a gay club. They tried really hard to do that. It, it focuses more on the gay stereotypes than the you know, 
I don't know. It, it just Probably it didn't like, work for me. It's got it's, some. It's got. Yeah. I don't know. And plus, you get Rob Schneider playing a very racist stereotype with with the Asian minister. But yeah, um, he's got a lot of movies, so we're just gonna keep going forward. Chuck and Larry, I give like a four out of ten, honestly. I'll I'll give it a three. Although honestly, I think I like it better than Click. Although that's not saying much, I'd probably give it right at Click. If I give Click a five, I'm giving this one a five. Anyway, I'm I'm, I cannot. Um, uh, you know what? Scratch that. It's it's whatever. Um, I take it back. So when earlier when I said that uh, Fifty First Dates or Longest Star is my second favorite, I lied. Those are my third and fourth favorites. My second favorite Adam Sandler movie of all time. You can you know, you don't mess with the Zohan. That is my second favorite. I love that movie. And it's stupid, but it's the right amount of stupid funny. You know what I mean? Where he plays an Israeli counter-terrorist who wants to be a hairdresser in New York. And the way he moves his legs where it's like impossible. It's like, see, that's my foot. See, smell it, smell it. Bam! Kicks him right in the face. It's like, what the hell? And it's like, it's got, it tries to have some sort of message. You know, the whole um israeli palestinian conflict is stupid but like the um i still think just again it's the comedy it's more of a comedy driven movie than a story driven movie because like yeah it's how do i put it i just i love the beginning of the movie where he catches a bullet with his teeth and then he catches a bullet in his nose and just like snorts it out and then it's like what i feel no pain he puts a piranha in his in his uh underwear or something and he's just like yeah yeah whatever and then like um, he he has sex with all the old ladies that he do, he does their hair. It's just like what, and yeah, it's it 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 does use stereotypes. We can't you know, but it's not offensive. You know what I mean? It's like in good. It, it wouldn't get canceled in twenty current year. No, it's it's just it's still funny. You know, like I love the part where it's like. Phantom, it's like, you know, uh, limit one per customer. America is Satan. It's like, what? <laughs> um, one joke did not age well. He's like, he wanted to be the next Bill Cosby. I'm like, oof. But no, you don't mess with the Zohan. It's one of those, it's like stupid humor, but it's still funny, you know? Mm. So that, I, I highly recommend. That's a, that's, a, that's a 10 out of 10 for me. I'll give it, I'll give it about a nine and a half. Yeah. I just, again, I think it's really just it's it's stupid humor that works you know what i mean it's not like rare moments it's not like chuck and Larry. where it's like oh they're they're two men kissing ha ha ha, look at that isn't that funny but no this is like actually like him putting him proving how invulnerable he is by putting a piranha in his crotch is funny and that yeah so but anyway um then i think the same year came bedtime stories is a disney movie I've I remember and it was okay as a kid. I gave. Like, I, remember I, I, was like, I, I remember watching it in the theater because, like, I remember the ending scene, and like, it just—it was a good. It was a weird concept where it's like, oh, everything that I tell them comes true, you know, the power of. Yeah, it's a real concept. Yeah, it, it was new at the time, but now. I mean, I'm pretty sure Disney has done a few things kind of similar to it since. I don't hate it, but I've only seen it like one or two times, so I'm going to give it like a benefit of the doubt and give it a 5 out of 10. 
I'm going to give it a five as well, just because it tried to be different, but it didn't really uh, nail the mark. So real quick, have you seen Funny People? It was a Judd Apatow movie. I saw bits and pieces. Like I saw the, I think it was um, the scene. I'm pretty sure Eminem was in it and it had uh, Ray Romano. He's like, why is that guy looking at me? He's like, that's Ray Romano. He's like, Hey Ray. Hey, Hey Marshall. And I'm saying, what are you looking at me for? Huh? You want to fuck me, Ray? Is that it? And then Adam Sam was like, dude, what are you doing? And then he's like, I thought everybody loved you. But anyway, um, funny people. It, it, it's a little my, – my main problem with that movie is it's too long. It feels like two movies in one. The first half is he's sick, and then the second half is him trying to get it back with his old girlfriend. It, um, I, it could have been funnier, but it is more dramatic. You know what I mean? I'll have to watch the full thing, but I have heard it has it does have a pacing problem. Yeah, it's it's like let – me, let me see here real quick if I can see how long it is because uh, – let me see here. 146 minutes. That's two hours and 20 minutes. God damn, dude. Yeah. Um, then in 2010 came Grown Ups, and I'm only gonna say this as a 14 year old, it was funny. As an adult, I'm like meh. I I agree at 14 because like I had like I know I knew people back then that were like, man, these kids, man, what are they doing? Why can't they do what we did when we were kids? Right? Like that's what that's what a lot of adults do even today. It should have been like, just straight up. I remember Kevin James doing that. We talked about jamming out, man, and all that. And then uh, can I just point out Kevin James is only in that movie because Chris Farley's dead? You're you're not wrong. That's the, the sad part. Chris Farley was alive. It's, it's not he, smart he, humor. He, it, it's just it goes for a lot of the. Sorry, finish what you're saying. What? If Chris Farley had been alive, Kevin James would not have a career. Basically, um, I mean, aside from the King of Queens, but that's beyond the point. Anyway, um, I mean. Let's, let's not talk about the King of Queens or Kevin Kevin James. But anyway, um, Grown Ups, it, it goes for a lot of the low-hanging fruit when it comes to jokes. And it just it isn't that funny. Like, you know, them peeing in the pool. Oh, hey, they're peeing in the pool. But I think it tries to do what I call boomer humor, where it tries to appeal to older folks more than it does the younger people. Because, like, this isn't, like, them, like, oh, yeah, man. I love being a parent. They're like, man, being a parent sucks. Do you remember when we were kids back in the eighties, man? Do you and remember that? Do you remember being a young kid, youngin? We're at the, the lake house. Oh my god, that games we play. And that's I think was his his demographic was like yeah. people in their forties at the time, forties and late thirties. It's just it, like the whole oh, what's wasted? Oh, it means you want chocolate. Oh, well, I want to or you want ice cream? I want to get chocolate wasted. It's like okay, yeah, kids are funny whatever yeah it, it, yeah it's, we get it you're trying to be a parent ha 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 like that trope I'm has not been it, beaten to death in movies like mean moms i'm gonna give it like a three and a half four out of ten just because it's really not that good. I'm, I'm gonna go that route as well because like back in 2010 i, I would probably give it an eight and a half nine if mm -hmm. i was 14 but um 2021 when I am now about to be 25, uh, no. Mm -mm. Yeah. Um, then he did with Jennifer Aniston, Just Go With It. I think it's okay. I, that, that was an okay movie. Did you see Just Go With It? I saw bits. I saw, I saw the first half. I know that because I was at my mom's house. I saw the first half. 
but I did. His whole shtick is that he plays a guy who got left at the altar and he keeps his wedding ring to kind of like just pick up chicks or something like that. And then he finds a chick and then he actually has to pretend to be married to Jennifer Aniston. Then they're getting a divorce and then, Oh, go figure. They actually get married at the end. It it's, I don't remember any jokes from that movie that are funny. I just remember the chemistry with him and Jennifer Aniston. I think maybe I remember Dave Matthews being in that movie with, I think. Yeah. Dave Matthews is a friend of his. He's been in a couple of his movies, but I had no idea. I I don't want to spend too much time on this because we still got a lot more movies to talk about. But um, I'd give that one a seven out of ten. It's you know I don't remember hating it. I've seen it a couple times and I you know I'll have to finish it. It's not one of his stronger ones, but now we get to the uh, the piece de resistance when it comes oh to Adam God. Sandler movies. Good I, old... I saw this in when I was fifteen in theaters. Oh, I didn't. I have only seen it one half time because we watched it on DVD and I was like, this is stupid. I'm done. Jack and I Jill. watched the whole thing. I paid $10 plus $15 in concessions to see this movie. The I know what it is. The funny about that movie is talking about how bad it is. There's nothing good about that movie. No. It sucks. I hate that movie. I've only seen it. I, I got to the halfway point, like when they go on the cruise, or I can't even remember what point I stopped at. I didn't give a crap. I just, I just... Yeah. We all know the best part is the Duncachino. Yeah, hey, hey, Al Pacino, do you want to ruin your career before the Irishman? I'm a Duncachino. God's get me a Duncachino. And there's a Dunkin' The only thing I remember, like, they tried to go for the whole, oh, he's an atheist, and, and let's beat up on him joke. It's like, nobody does that. And then... Oh, by the way, we're talking about Jack and Jill, in case anybody missed it. We, I, I said it earlier, but yeah. It, I'm sorry. I, I hate Jack and Jill. It's going to get this right out of the way. Negative ten out of out of ten, just because it's so horrible. I'm sorry, it's not funny. I, the whole the whole, thought, the whole joke of that movie is Adam Sandler's in drag. He's like, "Oh, look at me! I'm I'm Jill. I think you know these. I'm so oblivious." And it's just, oh, they're the, they're like, "Oh, we're the same person." No, they're not. They're both like shoveling popcorn in. They're like, Ugh, both burping. It's like, oh god, you and Jill are so though, like. My favorite thing was the Family Guy joke they made about that movie where they're in, like, ancient Rome. And he's like, you hooping. And then he fucking hits the <laughs> Did chair you see? and he calm. He's like, oh. I'm going to have to send you this video when we're done with this thing. But have you seen, um, you remember Brock's dubs from, like, 2010, 2011? The guy, mm-hmm. he, he dubbed uh, Rebecca Black's Friday and then he got popular. Yes, yes. Yeah, he did one. He did a trailer for Jack and Jill. That's the only funny thing about I'm that, yeah. But um, Jack and Jill, it's horrible. It sucks. Nobody watch it. it I'm pretty sure it swept the Razzie Award. It did see. in 2011. That was the worst movie. Of here we go. Here we go. Here we go. It won. Oh, the only thing. Well, it won every award. It just. Oh God. It won worst actor, worst actress, worst supporting actor for Al Pacino, worst supporting actress for David Spade in Drag, apparently because I didn't get to that point in the movie. Worst picture, worst director, mm. worst screenplay, worst screen couple for Adam Sandler and either Al Pacino, Katie Holmes, or Adam Sandler. Worst ensemble and worst prequel re- remake, spin- spinoff, or sequel. And they said it was a ripoff of Glenn or Glenda. So, ripoff of a what? Say what? Glenn or Glenda, that Ed Wood movie about the guy who gets a sex change. Oh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it... Oh my God, I, I hate I, I hate Jack and Jill. It's fun to talk about how much we hate it, but let's move forward. Man, I think we should, I know what we should do for our drunk review. 
I'm not watching Jack and Jill. I'm not going through that. <laughs> Even if you're blackout wasted? You'd have to get me blackout wasted. Cause... And here's the thing. I'm not a lightweight. Every time I've drank recently, I've had like six or seven shots of me and I'm fine. But, oh my God. with, with Jack, and Jack and Jill is down the whole fucking bottle. Oh, Jack and Jill, I'm going to drink an entire bottle of Jack in, in honor of that movie. Oh, Just... yeah. This... Oh, my anyway. God. I hate that movie. I've, like, I haven't even finished it because it's it's just that bad. I can't finish it. I, I, w- I would give it a nine out of a half out of ten. Moving forward, have you seen That's My Boy? <laughs> oh, my God. That, that was the, me trying to be like, oh, I'm going to start saying the F word now. And The stereotypical not- New England accent in that movie if it gives you any help, I didn't realize it was a New England accent. I just thought it was him being stupid. It was like, it, it, it was like when I was watching uh, this Kevin Costner movie about the Cuban Missile Crisis where he was doing a fake Boston accent. When I saw Adam Sandler, who was from New York, doing the worst new england accent of my life i was like kevin costner i am so sorry i dragged you for your terrible boston accent this was atrocious the story fucking dumb adam sandberg andy sandberg rather uh andy Andy sandberg yeah not bad not bad he plays a good straight man that movie but the problem is it's just like even the incest joke at the end of the movie it's spoiler it's been out for 10 years but you know it that it was one of those movies where it should have been funnier because you're now he's allowed to like you know be more free but we didn't mean incest jokes adam sandler because did he write that movie let me see here i no, he didn't write it thank god but that movie was just so just i'm giving that a like a two out of ten maybe a one i i will only give it a three just because of uh the Oh god, what was it? The the scene where he had the tattoo. Oh, the new kid on the block tattoo. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, however, in 2012, he did do the voice for uh, Hotel Transylvania, which is a good movie. Yeah, I mean, I remember uh, when that movie came out. I saw it, and I was like, because I was bored. I was like, not bad. It's a little kids movie. I don't think. Look I think this. the first time I saw that movie was. My junior year of high school, I think it was like either, I don't know, it wouldn't have been Christmas. I think it was like right before the end of the school year, my math teacher, we just watched it because um, I guess she had it. And that's the first time I watched it. And it was good. Um, I'd give it a solid 8 out of 10 because the animation is really good. It's fast paced. It kind of fits with the, the whole thing. The, the sequel? Uh, the Where second you- one, I didn't hate it. It was okay. When we were at the theater when that came out, oh my god, the kids. We don't need to talk about children going to kids' movies at the theater because that's just a whole that was, box that, of, that was a dark time for us, by the way. Can of worms that I don't want to talk about. Um, <laughs> but then in 2013, I remember, I think this might have been the last Adam Sandler, no, Hotel Transylvania 2 if you count it, but this yeah. is the last like live-action Adam Sandler movie I've seen in theaters was... Um, grown-ups too and that movie bored me to death it literally had no plot and i thought it was just dumb it was literally just a a a continuation of the first one but you added in 
like the new bullies. Like so you had Steve Buscemi. You I, had... There was no plot to that movie. I don't remember really? anything about that movie besides Shaq was in it. First one, like it, this time. Oh, we're at a water park now. Like, I I remember nothing about that movie. It literally had no plot. I remember going to the, see it in the theater with my parents and my brother, and I just remember being bored out of my mind because I just didn't, I didn't care. Um, that one's like a good old. What did I give Grown Ups one? I think I gave it like a four out of ten. I'm giving this one like a two. So. I'm giving this one a ten. Right. Um, no, then probably one. Yeah, and then now I'm gonna give it a one too. There's no freaking story. Um, have you seen Blended with uh, no. Drew Barrymore? Haven't seen it. Don't care. Moving forward. Um, I saw The Cobbler one time on a plane. I, I saw it on Netflix. It's bad, but it's not. I don't think it's the worst thing in the world. I don't know why everyone like shits on it for being like the worst thing ever. It's like, no, there have been worse Adam Sandler movies than The Cobbler. But The Cobbler was objectively bad. I'm pretty sure everything after Jack and Jill is better then, you know, Jack and Jill. anything after Jack and Jill is considered a good movie because. Yeah, that was like the low point of your career. It's been 10 years, Adam. We're not letting it, letting you. Letting um, I don't, I think I haven't finished watching The Cobbler. I thought it was kind of dumb, but I'm going to give it a two out of 10 because I don't remember a whole lot, but I don't remember hating it. I'm going to give it probably. I give it a three. Wasn't okay. great. They had some moments if you like watched. I, said, I saw it on a flight. I think from like Boston or New York over to LA. I think I saw it on a flight. So yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, did you ever see Pixels? Yes, I did. I, I saw, that was one of the the, uh, the first movies I saw when I moved down here when 2015 was Pixels. Never saw it, nor did I really care to. Is it good? It was okay. It was not great, but like they were trying to basically. Uh, say that, oh, we launched a, a satellite into space that had um, all this information on like video games from the 80s. And Kevin James is president in this movie. <laughs> Just oh. saying that now. Don't know how the hell that happened. Um, and these aliens, they come back, right? They invade Earth, but they only invade it with using pixels. Mm-hmm. like these cubes and they act out in like um uh an 80s video game fashion so like you'll see centipede battlestar um you'll see gattaca galactica whatever it's called gattaca yeah i think yeah it gets it um, yeah adam sandler in the movie is supposed to have been in the night like 1983 i think is when it first shows you he's this child prodigy he knows how to play these games he's figured out the patterns he's a math nerd whatever then it shows him at this competition he loses and he loses heart uh to peter dinklage right yeah peter dinklage because he he had some weird nickname but um overall what works about the movie what doesn't what works is it's like it's something different kind of but it's it's adam sandler still trying to you know give I guess a certain demographic nostalgia, like a nostalgia boner Mm -hmm. where it's like, you remember getting quarters from your parents maybe. And you know, you and filling out with your friends going down to the arcade back in 83, 84 It's trying to do that, but I think it's, it's a decent concept. 
I thought visually it was pretty cool. Um, honestly, what doesn't work though is the story because it's like you're telling me this advanced alien civilization picked up uh, a, a satellite containing all this footage uh, and information about the 1980s video games and decided to model an invasion of the Earth. They don't even know where it is because it's just a satellite just telling that the 80s. So, and it's 2015, 2015, so it's what, 32 years in the future. So you're telling me that these people got the satellite and over who knows how long decided, you know what, we're going to invade Earth, but we're going to do it in the style of this things that we don't know what they are. We, it could be, we don't know what a video game is, we're aliens. And it, it just it, it just doesn't work that great the 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 plot but visually it was pretty cool I'd have to give it maybe a six okay like I said I haven't seen it but um real quick so that's when he started making Netflix movies I've seen um the ridiculous six I know people hate that movie I don't hate it I think it's stupid but it's got its moments it had it, like it did have moments it was pretty dumb because like after watching because I think I saw. You and I saw Magnificent Seven, because then oh, yeah, they came out the same year or like the year after or something. Yeah, it, it came out. This it came out the same year. It came out a few months after. After, because I remember you and I saw Magnificent Seven because I just saw it. That was a good Western movie, and then this that thing. Was, it really was. It's funny. The Ridiculous the Six, movie. the Ridiculous Six, the Hateful Eight, and the Magnificent Seven all came out in like the span of a year. But, mm-hmm. but. oh my god, that's true. Um, I'd give it a five because it had some moments that actually made me. I've only seen it one time, but it had some moments that made me laugh. Like, um, I like the scene where they're explaining how baseball works, and the guy's basically making up the rules as he goes along. And then, um, I don't know. I thought Vanilla Ice playing Mark Twain was just an interesting choice. And um, I do remember Taylor Lautner playing the the simpleton was kind of funny because he's always known as like the. The, the hot guy and blah 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 like we look behind wait look behind I, I thought that was funny I thought that was funny too where he just like is like swinging around by his neck and he's just like actually like he's like this is fun and it's like good god but yeah uh, it was morbid but still it's pretty good uh and then let me see here want to make so I'm gonna give ridiculous six people hate that movie I'm giving it a five out of ten maybe even a six I'm giving it a six yeah okay well me <laughs> that's I'll ridiculous um. I didn't see the do-over, didn't care to. Um, didn't see Sandy Wexler, didn't care to. Uh, I did. Okay, so we went to my brother-in-law and sister-in-law's house, and we watched The Week Of with him and Chris Rock, where they're basically their, their kids are getting married. And to be honest, that movie is so boring that I have no... I have no recollection of it besides it was just boring. I remember we didn't, I don't think we even finished it. Honestly, I just, I didn't watch it. Yeah. It's, it's not good. It's like, I'm giving that a, a one out of 10 because yeah. I remember then, the do-over when that came out, cause my brother was really hyped to watch it. Um, so yeah, we're kind of getting to the end here. I mean, I haven't really seen a whole lot of movies of his. I mean, murder mystery came out a couple years ago. I didn't see it. Um, uncut gems. That's the one where it's like, apparently he could have been nominated for an Oscar and, I did you see Uncut Gems? Because I it's on Netflix. I need to watch it. It's I I do too. I have I've only 
I know it's there. I just haven't had the time or the inclination to watch it. The only reason why I want to watch it is because I, I'm seeing more and more of the scene where he's like, I'm going to come. Like, I keep seeing that now more and more. Apparently, on, it's a really good, like, suspenseful movie. And, yeah. He plays, plays a guy who just keeps digging his own grave or something. Like, every time he owes someone money, he gets the money, and then he gambles it on something else. And he, it's just like, good God. Mm. Um, and then the other movie, he just came out. I don't know if it's Hubby or Hubie Halloween. You know what I'm talking about? I do. I, I do. My brother sent me a, a, a trailer or whatever on YouTube. I watched and... like maybe 20 minutes of it with because uh, my mother-in-law watched it. I, I'm i going to give that one. I I can't even remember. It was just another stupid, like it was more of his kind of a movie. From yeah. Even his, his voice in the movie is just like so uncomprehensibly uh, stupid. So I'm giving that like a three out of ten. I'll have to watch the actual thing before I give it yeah. judgment. But um, overall, so you're what works for Adam Sandler is when he just does when he has like smart but dumb humor. You know what I mean? Like if it has a purpose for being dumb, like Waterboy and um, Zohan. But also like it's just straight up like if he's not what's why does the longest yard work and like Chuck and Larry doesn't work. The Longest Yard works because Adam Sandler is not trying to be funny. You know, like, I think he just, just leaves it up to these convicts because convicts, you're not expecting them to be like these making dumb jokes or being clean. You're like, oh, they're going to be dropping F-bombs, making homophobic jokes. They'll be like dropping racial slurs. They'll be doing things like with – um the guy who's like, I'm not gay. And then he's hanging around with the cheerleader who's obviously a dude. Th- that works because it's in jail. And it's like you're expecting these people to act like that. Chuck and Larry, they're just firemen who got married for health insurance. I feel like with that, he just kind of like, if he tries, he can actually make something funny. Because like, I feel like Chuck and Larry was just a movie that he picked out of a hat. Okay, so we're going to have... You know, like the episode of South Park with the manatees and the Family Guy writers. I feel like that's how he sometimes writes his movies, like gay firemen, New York, and just you know, it. It is like yeah, screw it. We'll make a story out of that. I think even like in his more funnier movies, like Zohan or, or Waterboy, or you know, even like Happy Gilmore. Like you said, he's not trying hard to be funny, but at the same time, it's like. What's the word? I think if he surrounds himself with funny people, that's what works, you know? Like, yeah. um, you know, you get like, I'm trying to think of an example, like in Waterboy, like um, Henry Winkler playing the guy, like he he imagines the guy is a puppy dog and that's funny, you know what I mean? Or or Rob Schneider doing the whole, and I'm not saying Rob Schneider's gut busting hilarious, but he worked for that movie, you know what I mean? And He worked for the 90s. Yeah, it, he works good when he's not trying so hard to be funny and when he plays a genuine role. I mean, he can still do funny things, but when he plays a genuine role, I feel like that's that's a strong suit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, it, like I said earlier, with a lot of his early movies, there's heart. You know, if if there's a heart and there's good intentions as opposed to, oh, okay, let's just see how I can make some money. You know what I mean? I'm not saying he's completely influenced by money, but like, you can tell there's so much more effort put into a movie like Big Daddy than friggin' Grown Ups 2, you know? Yeah, and 
Sometimes you, even like Mr. Deeds or Anger Management had more effort in it than than Grown Ups too. Yeah, I think some of the movies where his intention they kind of blur the line like, did you do this as a cash grab? Like like Grown Ups too, because mm-hmm. the first one was made a lot of money. People liked it. I want to know. Finish what you're saying, but I, yeah. But and and he saw that he's like, okay, made a lot of money, good. He did a few things, and then he's like, you know what? Sequel. We'll do a sequel two, three years later. Whatever. I want to know what was going through his head when he decided to do Jack and Jill. Like, I want to know, did he write that movie? Hold on. I. He better not have. Please God, no. He did. He wrote it. Fuck. I. I, I can't defend him. <laughs> we're we're gonna just say right now. I mean, at least like. So I mean, we've talked about it. My top five are like Waterboy, Zohan, uh, Longest Yard, Fifty First Dates, and like, um, oh God, I'm just, you know, th- something like those. Those are like my top four. Uh, probably Happy Gilmore would be five, and then uh, my lowest would definitely be Jack and Jill, then Grown Ups two, and then like Little Nicky, then yeah. Chuck Larry, and um, probably Click. Even though, like I said, I know we gave lower scores to other movies, but like out of the ones I have actually seen all the way through that, you know, I've seen more than once that I can actually form an opinion on because, you know, I, I saw just go, or I saw, what was it? The, the, the week of one, I saw it one time and I didn't even pay attention to it. So I'm like, and I can look on your face. You already forgot about what that was that I just talked about. I know you told me it was about the kid. They're getting married and you were like, and uh, yeah. it, it isn't funny. Married. Oh yeah, that's right. You did bring that up. But yeah, out of all of his movies that I've actually given enough thought about, yeah, those are like probably my bottom five. And yeah, I I can agree to that list I'll, entirely. I wouldn't change it. Yeah, it's like I said, he works when he's trying to be genuine and he has a heart, not when he's like, oh hey, I'm going to play a guy and his twin sister and the twin sister gets into mischief. It's like with Al Pacino for some reason. Was Johnny like, Depp in that was, movie that or something? Wasn't like, Johnny Depp in that friggin' movie at some point anyway? Depp, but, I, I just didn't get like Al Pacino needs to do a Dunkachino sponsorship from Dunkin' Donuts. Like he's Al Pacino. Like what? he still has Scarface money for God's sake. Yeah. It, it just it didn't make any sense. No. Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, no, anyway, um, so yeah, I think we've given all we need to say. My favorite is obviously the water boy, but my least favorite is Jack and Jill. Um, I don't, he, in terms of actors, like, like I said, give him the right performance and the right direction. You know, you can mold him into, into a really good, a really good performance, but you know, overall he's, he's not the funniest guy around i think but he still has some genuine laughs you know yeah so i mean overall you know his career it doesn't has ups and downs i think it you know kind of in a i wouldn't say a slump right now but just nothing really memorable coming out recently besides uncut gems which he didn't write about he didn't write so yeah not, not yeah, after yeah i really don't think about a lot of his netflix special movies at all, I, I mean, mean, you know, that's my thing. Is I have Netflix. Do I don't like, even use it. Your face was not wrong. Say what? 
Ricky Gervais at the 2020 Golden Globes where he was basically saying, all of, like, all of you are just going to Netflix. You might as well just, like, you know, say it instead of just, you know, having all this award show, just have Netflix. I'm like, Congratulations, Netflix. You won everything. Good night. Yeah, it's – I have Netflix. I don't even watch it. There's going to be Paramount Plus, which is doing, like, a Rugrats remake and Beavis and Butthead are coming to it. And there's going to be a live-action Fairly Odd Parents series, and there's going to be a live-action Door of the Explorer series. And it's like, God, another friggin' – watch Universal put out one, and then it's just – I'm only yeah. interested because of Beavis and Butthead, to be completely honest with you. So, are they gonna have Drake Bell come come back and play Timmy Turner? Probably not, because that dude's like forty something now, I think. But and also he moved to Mexico, so yeah. Oh yeah, didn't he change his name to like actually like something Mexican? I gotta look that up real quick. He changed it to something Spanish because that's where his whole audience is, and he's now sing sings and speaks in Spanish. I love how I type in Drake, and the first thing is uh, also known as Drake Campagna. What? 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 What's his last name? Campania. Campania. I, I'm I'm looking here. Campania. Oh, apparently his former uh, girlfriend accused him of verbal and physical abuse. And on that note, um, anyway, uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, let us know what your favorite Adam Sandler movie is in the comments. Um, you know, if you have an idea for who we should do a profile on next time, let us know, and we'll be uh, glad to do it. Take care, everyone. Any final thoughts there, Alec, besides uh, Screw Jack and Jill? Uh, Adam Sandler is funny. Good night, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>